Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. In this segment of the show, choosing the right home inspector. How do you make sure that you're choosing a home inspector as a buyer that is going to represent your interest? And I shouldn't say just as a buyer because we might find it starting to be more and more common for sellers to hire home inspectors before they put their home on the market as a little bit of a marketing tool to entice buyers to understand that maybe the quality of your home is better than other homes out there. And should you ask a home seller to professionally clean the home? Should you ask them in the offer to purchase the home? Should you ask them to professionally clean the home prior to closing? We're going to delve into that subject. My name is Cleve Gaddis. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio, where we help listeners go from real estate novice to experts so home buying and selling can be done without all the worry that it's typical with life's biggest financial transactions. And we want to connect with you, so let's talk. Go to gogaddisradio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments. You can push back. You can share your ideas if you're so inclined. You can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight, and you can subscribe to our podcast. We would love for you to be a podcast subscriber. Now let's get into a couple listener questions. Now that you are under contract, are you totally clueless on the next steps? Are you fearful that you might miss a crucial step moving forward, specifically when it refers to or when it comes to the home inspection or the inspection of the home? Yolanda in Swanee wants to know. She says, it's time for me to select a home inspector, but I have no clue how to find the best one. What advice can you give? Well, my suggestion, Yolanda, is this, is that you try as a buyer to make an educated choice on who you want to inspect your home. There are companies that provide home inspection services, but I would say by and large, most of the home inspectors are independent businesses throughout the country. And during the due diligence period, or even if you don't have a due diligence period, you should still include due diligence period is the time after you go under contract that you have the sole and exclusive right to buy the property, but not the unconditional obligation. So it's kind of like an option period. I would say during the post, during the pandemic and post pandemic fueled market, uh, due diligence periods were way less common, meaning in some cases they were not even included in purchase agreements, but most of them are. But during that due diligence period, you should, my suggestion is hire a home inspector to help you understand any of the potential problems with the property and allow you to make all of the informed decisions. Um, my suggestion is that you ask yourself a few questions or you ask the home inspector a few questions and the first one is, will your inspection meet recognized standards? And uh, it's important for them to, for you to know that they have a code that they're trying to live up to. There are two associations of home inspectors that we recommend. The first one is the American Society of Home Inspectors, which is ASHI.org, A-S-H-I.org. My preferred group of home inspectors, though, are all a member of the Georgia Association of Home Inspectors, which is G-A-H-I.org, GAHI. Org. So you want to know, do they prescribe, do they agree to meet minimum inspection standards that have been set by some of these associations? Do you belong to a professional home inspector association would be a great second question for them. Again, in Georgia, I'd be looking for members of the Georgia Association of Home Inspectors. I'd also ask, how many years of experience do you have? 
Um, how many years of experience? How long have you been doing this? I would prefer to have someone, even if an inspector were new, I would prefer them to be working with someone who's had five years, 10 years, 20 years worth of experience. How do you keep your expertise up to date? What kind of continuing education do you do? What kind of training do you do? Do you focus on residential inspections? We had a, a disappointing situation in the past where a home inspector who really was not insured and didn't have the really the understanding to do commercial building inspections, did a commercial building inspection and missed some settling at the foundation of the of the building that wound up being a fairly expensive thing for the buyer to fix. And it was very disappointing to me to learn that this inspector should not have been inspecting commercial properties in the first place. And so if you're commercial or residential property, you want to make sure that their, their experience, the inspector you're going to use, their experience is just with that particular type of property. Will you offer to do repairs or improvements? In, in many cases, if somebody can do the repairs or make the improvements for you, I probably would avoid using them as a home inspector because I wouldn't want stuff to show up on my list that more than likely shouldn't be there. I would ask how long an inspection takes. If they say an hour, it doesn't even matter the size of the home in Metro Atlanta, I would probably move on to someone else. I would say the typical home inspection probably varies from three hours to four hours, maybe even five hours. I would say inspections on average, $450, $550, maybe $650, but well worth it. I would ask them what type of inspection report they provided. I'd ask to see some samples of the types of reports they provide. I would ask if I would be able to attend the home inspection myself, and if an inspector said, no, you cannot attend, um, even if it's just for the last little bit, I would not, if I were a buyer, I would not attend the entire inspection uh, because I think it's distracting to the home inspector, but I would want to show up for the last 30, 45 minutes and have the inspector do a full review with me of everything he or she found. And then I would ask if they carry errors and emissions and general liability insurance. The answer to that should be yes. If you work with a <clears throat> member of the Modern Traditions Realty Group team, they will utilize a program called the Sure Home Buying System. And it's a 71-step process that is designed to help you know everything you need to know before you make any important decisions. And I'm going to be honest with you, if I was a home buyer in Metro Atlanta, I would not work with a real estate agent that didn't guarantee to do a certain number of things. And I think we are the only provider of the Sure Home Buying System, the 71-step process designed to make sure you as a buyer know everything you know in Metro Atlanta, or actually anywhere in Georgia. If you want more information, go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com, or just call 770-497-0000. We have a list of the 11 questions we believe you should ask a home inspector with a lot of additional details that help you understand exactly why you should be asking these questions. And as a home buyer, if you'd like a list of that questions, just go to gogaddisradio.com, click on contact us, say, hey, shoot me a list of those 10 questions. It's really 11 questions to ask a home inspector, and we will send that on over to you. My name is Cleve Gaddis. You're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer. Got a listener question. Are you a seller who has been asked by a buyer to clean your home before moving in? Uh, did you feel insulted? A listener question, Carl and Doris in Canton. We are clean freaks and have seen a lot of dirty homes. Is it a good idea to ask the seller to clean their home before we move in? And Carl and Doris, I would say the answer is no. And the reason the answer is no is because... Um, in many cases, sellers are insulted. 
when and so what happens in real estate deals and for some real estate agents it's just part of the special stipulations that they type in other words there's a special stipulation section at the end of the purchase agreement and this agent maybe has you know you got to give me a home warranty and you got to give give us a termite bond and you know in case of this you've got to do that and then one of the things they might say is the home is to be professionally cleaned and the seller is to provide a copy of that paid receipt within 24 hours of closing or something like that and uh, almost universally, sellers think the buyer is saying that their home is dirty. And I'm not sure that that's what you... And now, in some cases, it is dirty. But even if their home was dirty, I don't know that it would make sense for you to ask the seller to clean the home. The purchase and sale agreement says that the home must be delivered to the buyer, broom clean, free of any debris. They can't leave their personal property or trash around the property. Um, and that everything is to be swept. It does not say that everything needs to be professionally cleaned, including all of the appliances and the heating and air conditioning ducts and things like that. So my suggestion, uh, Carl and Doris, is in today's market, you can ask for the seller to contribute, not saying the sellers will all agree, but you can ask for the seller to contribute toward your closing costs. It says, the contract says that all of the closing costs are your responsibility. The seller must already pay the closing cost, any costs that are associated with transferring good and marketable title to you, meaning they got to transfer a title to you that's free of any defects, that's free of any claims from other buyers or owners in the past, and the seller must pay for all of that. But all the other closing costs are yours, and you can ask the seller to contribute a certain amount, 500 bucks, 1,000 bucks, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000 dollars, whatever it is, you can ask a seller to contribute that toward your closing cost. And my suggestion, uh, Carl and Doris, would be this, is that number one, you try to time your move in so that it might not be the day of closing. And I know sometimes you can't really control that. Sometimes you just got to move in. In that case, you might have to ask the seller to do the cleaning. But my suggestion would be instead of asking for $2,500, for example, if it's going to cost you $700 to have the home cleaned, another $400 to have all the windows clean, for example, maybe you want to just up your allowance, your closing cost allowance by $1,100, and then you would have the money to take care of the professional cleaning and anything else you wanted to do uh, yourself. You real estate agents who include a special stipulation that says a home must be professionally cleaned and receipts provided at closing, I think you probably should think through that just a little bit. And I know many of you might not want to take advice from me because sometimes we don't understand the effect of that. And so the reality is what we're trying to do if we're representing a buyer is to get them the best deal possible on the home that they are looking for. And if we do or say something in a purchase agreement that winds up taking the seller's mind off of, hey, what should I do from a negotiating standpoint and put it on, oh my gosh, these people think my home is not clean. I think that is counterproductive. This segment of the show is brought to you by the law firm of O'Kelly and Sorahan. They have 26 offices throughout Metro Atlanta. They are our preferred closing attorney, and they can be reached by calling 770-497-1880. If you're going to sell your home anytime in the next six months, we believe we can sell your home for $28,000 more. If you want to take what I am calling the $28,000 challenge, go to gogaddisradio.com, click on sell for $28,000 more, put in a little information, and I will accept your challenge to prove to you before you list your home home that I can sell it for $28,000 more than your neighbor sold their home for. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back in our neighborhood spotlight, Paper Mill in Lawrenceville is being featured. Also, 
Are there such things as post-closing nightmares? And what are the reasons people actually sell their home in a market that is questionable at best? Stick with us. We've got those subjects and more. We'll be back.